Who is that guy? He's like Iron Man and Thor rolled into one. He's no Spider-Man. What is it with you and Spider-Man? What, he looks out for the neighborhood, has a dope suit, and I really respect him. Sup, dickwad? Hello everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at Broke Boy Media and today we are going to be reviewing Spider-Man Far From Home. My name is Christian and I am joined by Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing good. How about you? I'm I'm doing great, man. You know, it's it's July 3rd. We saw Spider-Man yesterday, tomorrow's the 4th. I have off. I think you have off too. So it's, yep. it's yeah, it's it's pretty good. I can't can't complain, but I do have to go back into work on Friday though. <laughs> which kind of sucks. But hey, that's just how the cookie crumbles, I guess. But yeah, um so I guess we'll just start off by doing a few non-spoilers overall um for this review and then we'll get into a spoiler section. We'll let you guys know uh, once we hit that point, because since the movie just came out yesterday on the second, um, you know, we want to give people time to, you know, view the movie and share their thoughts, feelings, comments and concerns. But I'll just read the synopsis really quick and then we'll just get into like non-spoiler uh, section. So um, following the following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. And of course, what they're talking about um, is the the snap that happened in Avengers Endgame. Um, this is more so, I would say, um, I mean, obviously Spider-Man Far From Home ends phase three. It wasn't Endgame that ended phase three. This is more of a, I guess you could say an epilogue in a way. Um, you know, to kind of wrap up a few little aftermath moments here or there, or at least for one of the heroes. But yeah, I think the events of this happens pretty much right after um, the events of Endgame, and they they pretty much explain you know the whole the whole snap and how people are affected and why everyone's back in school and whatnot. They but, explained uh, it so perfectly too. The yeah, they they, they really did, and it was it, it was it was a great it was, it was a nice save, and it, it was really funny. How they uh you know went about it, you know, especially during the very beginning of the movie. I was I was so lost for a second. I was like, oh, that's what they're doing. It's <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, what, what were your initial thoughts about the movie before you went to go uh, see it in theaters, just based off of the uh, the trailers? Just nothing but hype. Yeah, especially since like the past week or so, people have been seeing it and just giving it so much praise. Like. I've I've not seen a bad review. I've only seen like amazing reviews from people. Yeah, well, I saw one bad review, but it was it was this dude on Twitter, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I didn't really expect much," and like he was he was being super negative about it. I'm like, "Well, if you're walking into a movie, and like, and you know, you're having this negative mindset that it's not going to be good, then you're of course you're going to be nitpicking the entire time." But like a lot of people nowadays don't know how to just go to a movie and enjoy it instead of like trying to nitpick through it through like the entire time that you're trying to see it you're you know when i mean obviously you know like when, when you're reviewing it or critiquing it i mean that's fine for critics that's their job this dude wasn't even a critic it was some random guy on twitter but um yeah i um <laughs> i heard nothing but great things and i had to be very wary because there was there was a lot of spoilers out there and there still are yes so I got I got one tiny thing spoiled for me, but it wasn't that big of a deal. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that thought in the other section because I I want to know what 
part it was because you were telling me earlier you're like you're like oh like i know something small i'm like don't tell me just, don't, just ah, yeah ah, don't say anything you're like all right all right <laughs> i'm like I, I i want nothing spoiled so i i made it to the theater spoiler free thank you it's so it's so weird how some people like us don't want any spoilers but there's other people that like look up exactly what's going to happen before they see it yeah i mean so, some people when they go to the movies they, they like to know what's going to happen before they before the movie comes out i mean i i just know people who are like that it's really weird but i guess it's more of they want to know what they're getting into before they go see it and yeah. they're like oh yeah i still enjoy it but i just kind of want to know you know what 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 the the uh the, the lay down is or whatever you want to call it um just, just this feel of everything but yeah man all this I, I would i would probably have to rank this as <laughs> and i know a lot of people like hold like spider-man 2 to high high regards but i think this is probably the best spider-man film we've had and that's very close to um spider-verse even though that's not mcu i i oh my gosh i yeah honestly yeah i think, I think <laughs> I think Spider-Verse is still number one for me, but this is definitely like really close up there. Right. I got you. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I love, I love Spider-Verse is just as much fun. Like something about this, I was like, Oh man, but it's, it's a tough call. I mean, I, IMDB right now is showing it at a 8.2 out of 10. I know it was what close in the 90 range on Rotten Tomatoes for a while. I think it still is yeah it's um i mean you know there's a few twists and turns and like there was one of them that I figured out that i knew what was going to happen but i still enjoyed it when it happened because i didn't yeah, they, know they, how they it was going to happen yeah they pulled it off really well yeah i was just like whoa <laughs> i'm like hold on but jake gyllenhaal man did a great uh, job as mysterio the whole com- coming into it you could have never imagined mysterio being like a good like fun villain because in the comics and the TV shows, he's just like this lame magician guy. Yeah, well, fish, yeah, fishball. Right, and he's all about you know de- deceitful tactics. But honestly, I, I would say he's probably like the number two villain. Well, ooh, let's see, probably the number two villain next to Thanos. Um, spot in the MCU wise in general. I mean, I, I love Loki. Don't get me wrong. Killmonger was great too, but like those, his performance was just. Wow, like never skipped a beat. He was just all about it 24-7. Yeah, I've wanted Jill and Hall to make an MCU appearance for a while now, but I yeah. I'm 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 glad it was it, it was I'm glad it I'm glad it was this movie for sure. But um do you wanna just head right into spoilers really quick? Oh uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot to talk about. All right, everyone, we're gonna be heading into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, turn back now. Um and we're just gonna Hit in the spoilers. Now we're in the spoiler section. So yeah, clap my yes. hands. And now we're now we're in the spoiler section. Jay Jonah Jameson. Jay Jameson. Oh, that's, dude, that's I the was like, got, that's the part that got spoiled for me. I just knew that. Dude, really? Oh, I'm glad, so I'm glad cool. you didn't tell me, dude, because that would have it wouldn't have ruined my experience, but like I would have been waiting for it to happen. But like I'm glad that that. <laughs> Look, his, his secret everyone knows. I love how he's basically Alex Jones now. Yeah, pretty much. Like, just but like, on the internet. Exactly. I mean, in general, I mean, Pete, Peter's his identity is, is out to the world. I mean, only a few people yeah. knew it at first, but I mean, Mysterio, he, ooh. He got was, the last laugh. 
he he did. I was like, ooh, he, mm, mm. I, mm, I was so mad. I was like, wow, he he's really doing Peter dirty right now. Like, you just, think? Do you think he lived? Mysterious. Pro, pro, yeah, I I, I think I, he did. I think he did. For yeah, sure. Sinister Six has to be coming. They've oh, already absolutely. Set up at yeah. least three of them. Because Vulture was amazing, and then Scorpion was at the end of Homecoming. Yeah, and and I knew, and I had a feeling that Mysterio was, you know, secretly the bad guy. But for like a while, I was like, you know, maybe he just he isn't. Using no. the alternate universe tactic to make us think he's a good guy was so smart by them. Yeah, but then because... again, but is but like did the Infinity Stones actually tear a hole in the dimension? Yeah, oh. it's definitely still. Uh, possibility. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's so so many so many new questions, but the, even even with um, Maria Maria Hill and, and Nick Fury, I was like, holy crap! There's <laughs> Nick hey, Fury's out in space. Like, I was like, are they have they been scrolls this whole time? But now after a couple of days, it's like, okay, maybe it was just this movie where yeah, where was, or uh, Nick Fury took a break. It would have been a little disappointing if they were scrolls the entire time because I was like, there's no way that they are. And then when they showed, you know, Nick Fury on his his uh, fake beach. yeah, fake beach, his computer simulated fake beach, I was like, oh, okay, he's up in space with the rest of the scrolls. But that was very interesting because for a while, like, I thought there was something off about Nick Fury in the movie. I'm like, he's kind of acting like him, but not like entirely. And I was like, mm. he was acting like, like really stern. Yeah, like, like more stern than usual. Like it, it, it seemed like it was someone trying to portray Samuel Jackson, which is what right. it was. Yeah, exactly. And but like it was, oh my gosh, the, it was it was great. Like I didn't see that coming at all. But so many twists and turns in this movie. And even with, and that's uh, just that's just the end the end credits. Yeah, yeah. Those like we've just been talking about the the two post credit scenes. There's so much more. Like I mean, just just Peter during the beginning of the movie being very shaken up about about Iron Man's death, and you know everyone's giving him this attention. Like oh, like are you the next Iron Man? Who's gonna be the next Iron Man? Blah blah. Yeah, there's blah. there's like there's like an Iron Man reference or like a visual in almost every scene. Pretty much. But like during the very beginning with the, the poorly edited <laughs> Whitney Houston PowerPoint, oh uh, PowerPoint slide I, I got, of all I got the dead, fallen I got Avengers flashbacks. <laughs> I got Deadpool flashbacks when the song started playing. But like I was, I laughed so hard as soon as they showed Vision's picture. It was so grainy. I was oh like, what God. is this? <laughs> I'm like, I, th- oh I also God. thought it was interesting that they called it a blip because everyone on Earth doesn't know. That a snap happened. Right. Yeah. And so those they don't know what Thanos is. Right. Yeah. So that that was that was very interesting in general because even what the Asian kid who was <laughs> he was like his little kid when he first uh, blipped and then he came back yeah. and he was Brad. like <laughs> was it Brad was it Yeah. That's right. Oh Came my up being gosh. One of the one of the antagonists, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, essentially, he was. He was really funny, though. I, I like the rivalry. It was. I like the rivalry between him and Peter versus him and Flash. I mean, obviously, Fra- Flash is there being a dick. But how, how was your audience like when, when you went to go see the movie? Like, did they laugh at like the clearly like you know funny parts or? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a lot of laughing. See, like there was laughter in mine, but like there were some parts where I saw like um, like it was when uh, when. Uh, when Peter had uh, um, Edith, like Tony's glasses on, and it was, <laughs> she was like looking at everyone's text messages right before the whole incident with um, 
<laughs> Peter going into like that that one outhouse in Europe, and yeah. the one lady's like, "Take off your clothes." <laughs> <laughs> and then Brad walks in on him, thinking that he's like trying to date like a Europe prostitute. <laughs> yes, <Next laughs> that picture. was great. But like when when they um, when he first puts on the Edith glasses. And um, he's looking at all the text messages. Flash just says something about, like, like is Mother coming to pick me up from the airport? Like, have you heard from Mother or something like that? I thought it was so funny. I was like, oh, my God. It, it, was, it was like a quick hot second. He, he, he brought it up when they got to the airport, too. He said, yeah, he did. And mother, I thought that was I wonder, so... I wonder what that's about. Like, Yeah, I, I don't know. They kind of set something up? Maybe. I mean... Does, does it... I know Flash turns into something in the comics. Well, Fl- oh, Flash Thompson turns in. There's um the uh, Scarlet Spider, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, and but th- yeah, that's like in a yeah different universe. But um, but another thing I was kind of confused by because uh, Mysterio said that MCU universe is six one six, but I thought it was like universe nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Because I'm pretty sure they mentioned that, or it, it was like mentioned by um. Kevin Feige or someone like a while ago, but that was just a small little issue that I had. But that's uh, one way the audience might have known that he was a fake. It's no, that that is very true. Yeah, he said he was from like Earth, like five one three or whatever. But Peter's like geek, you know. He's like, oh my god, there's a multiverse. And I was like, oh. And then then Mysterio drops the line, "Don't ever be." like afraid to be the smartest man in the room and i was like oh he's buttering him up oh yeah dude he oh he befriended him so hard dude i was, it was for a while J- he, gyllenhaal was so good he, like, yeah he had me going i was like okay maybe mysterio like isn't the real villain because in homecoming with liz's dad like when i first saw like i had no freaking clue that he was vulture at all i yeah. was like holy crap as soon as he turns around i was like wow and as soon as Peter walks up to, to the door to pick up Liz for homecoming, I was like, oh my God, did not see that coming at all. But um, yeah, dude, oh my gosh, this is, there's so much to talk about. The, the, the Night Monkey reference, <laughs> that was great. When Peter gets Peter his, Tingles. <laughs> his Peter Tingles. I told you not to call him that. <laughs> Aunt May like throws a banana at him. She's like, I thought your spider sense was supposed to go off. But like Aunt May next, is just it's just too fine. Oh my god. She really is, dude. If, between her and Happy, that whole like what do they call it? Well, towards the end of the movie. Some, summer summer fling. Summer fling. She called it, she, yeah, she called so it summer fling and he thought it was something else and they're going back and forth. <laughs> Peter's like, now I've had to, you know, let out a lot of secrets within the past like week or so. So what's going on between you two? <laughs> It was great, but I I think the night monkey reference when um when Ned and Betty are started dating, <laughs> like is that Spider-Man? I love you, babe. Like, no. I love you, babe. <laughs> babe, babe, coming, babe. <laughs> the entire time, and Peter's like, "What just happened?" <laughs> and he even says that earlier in the film. I I mean, just overall, man, this this movie was just full of heart and just. Peter still mourning over Tony, and you know the fact I'm trying that, to fill into Tony's shoes, and then yeah. he gets Edith. What did Edith stand for? It was like every it, day. Um, um, it was every every day. I oh, I can't remember. It's something about Tony. So something about 
even though he like died, he still I, I can't really remember what it was. But that that drone attack was so funny when he first was yeah. on the classes, and he's like, "I need you to target Brad." <laughs> Brad freaking sends a rocket from like outer space or whatever it was. It was like, "Oh my god!" Literally, just almost put his entire a class field trip in in jeopardy. But I, it's, I really it's kind, of, it's kind of funny. But those glasses, he basically has the watchdogs powers. Pretty much. Oh yeah, that is very true. Hack anyone's phones and use drones. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's. I, I really hope there is a multiverse or or something to. I think maybe that can lead to the X Men bring being brought in because that that would be a really good way to bring them in instead of oh you know like we were here the entire time or people were thinking that oh you know maybe this snap like created um, you know the um, power or the ability for mutants to be born. But um, it, it's just it was, cool that they, they mentioned it. So they at least like it's like in their mind, at least. Yeah. Probably going to bring it on down the line. Oh, absolutely. But I really enjoyed, um, you know, Peter making his his new suits uh, with, with oh, the white spider that was on the, the back. That was one of the best parts. And yeah. Black, back and Black starts playing. He was like, he's like, you handle this. The Pappy's like, you handle the suit. I'll handle the music. Just just a straight flashback to Iron Man 1. It, was it so really good. was. It was it was great. I mean, and they didn't like shove it in your face. Like, oh, he's going to be the next Tony Stark. He's going to be the next Tony Stark. Because for the longest time, he felt like he... He felt like it was his responsibility to find the next Tony Stark. But even Happy was saying that he's like, you know, he's like, no one can be the next Tony Stark, not even Tony <laughs> yeah. and himself. And it was it's just, it it really shows that, you know, the the one person minus, you know, Morgan and um, Pepper and Happy, like the person who was closest to Iron Man or, you know, Tony besides even besides Cap was Peter. And he was he was just so, sh- so shaken up about it, and it it really shows the um, I guess you could say the superhero and like normal work life balance of Peter when you know they're going to the opera. What it was like a four hour opera show, yeah. and he's been he's been planning on telling MJ you know the entire time that he wants you know how he feels about her and everything like that and. I mean, she, obviously, she's clearly like someone interested, but for a while, I thought that she wasn't because when she asks, you know, when he, when you when he starts to tell her that, you know, like, oh, you know, I have feelings for you, and she's like, oh, like you're gonna tell me that you're Spider Man, and she, he's like, what, what, no, no, <laughs> and then like after a while, he's like, I am Spider Man. She's like, what, what? She's yeah. like, are you sure? I, I was like, sixty seven percent sure. Yeah, she's. Like, <laughs> But, like, for a second there, I really felt for Peter when she was like, wait, like, have you only been watching me because you thought I was Spider-Man? And then, obviously, you know, her not wanting to say that she has feeling for, feelings for him, too. First, she was like, oh, yeah. She kind of just used it as, like, a scapegoat. I was like, oh, man, that really sucks. But it was, oh, man, this, this movie was just amazing. But this, I love that they, yeah. uh, they, they fleshed out MJ a lot more than they did in Homecoming in this one. She was kind of just in the background in Homecoming with this. Yeah, and honestly, I like MJ more than Liz. Like, Liz was cool, but, like, obviously, you know, she was just, like, a crush. She was older than him by, like, a year or two, I'm pretty sure, um, in in, um, in Homecoming. But, yeah, I, I really do like how they... It, it, was, it, was, it was a little high school romance. And, and I, keep, I keep seeing people call her Mary Jane. But that's not her name. No, it's it's not. Um, oh, it's Ma- Michelle Jones. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Jones. 
That's right. So yeah, it's not Mary Jane, but it is a it, it it's is MJ. a MJ. Yeah, it's MJ. And I mean, I've I've seen people on Twitter like, oh, like this isn't Mary Jane. I'm like, well, no, it's not Mary Jane. And again, it's literally not. Yeah, people. I don't know for for everyone listening at home. It's uh, it kind of gets under my skin when that kind of stuff happens when. You know, people think that every single like superhero movie has to go by the books, and that's not necessarily true. Because look at Thor. Thor acts nothing like he does in the comics. Thank God. Because like they tried that out, and look where it landed him. Yes. But like they, they, he, he humanized Thor. He made him more, more relatable. personable and re- relatable in general. I mean, it's it's just the way it is. For for some characters, it works. For some, it doesn't. Not. Everything that's adapted, not everything can be adapted well from book or comic in general onto a movie screen because it just doesn't work. In Game of Thrones, uh, Sir Jorah Mormont and Sir Jorah Mormont and the books, he has like this crazy wild like blue hair. Like, how do you think that's going to look on a TV screen? Like, no, they're going to make him, you know, he still has the characteristics and the personality of jorah in the show but they're not going to make him look exactly like he is in the books like from from book to screen it it just doesn't work like for a lot of things not everything is transferable like that but i I don't know that's that's just my little two cents about it but yeah i i do agree it's it's just a version of mj but it's not mary jane it just so happens that her initials are mj and it works so it is what it is zendaya did a great job she really did yeah. I forgot. How old is she? Uh, 20. 20 early something. 20s, probably. Yeah, I think you're right. I love but, how she like kind of opened up like the later half of the movie when she kind of got more involved. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, she's said that she has issues with like kind of open, opening up to people or the fact that she is like, she's weird, but she's not like Aubrey Plaza weird. But she's kind of like grim in a way, kind of bleak. But she's... Black, Black Dahlia, like the murder. Yeah, yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but she she still knows how to like make people laugh. But and you know they kind of everyone's like oh well, like you know this this relationship came came out of nowhere. I'm like well I mean time kind of passes you know like I mean guys are interested all the time. He was supposed to be a bachelor going to Europe with Ned, but then Ned goes on like, a, how long were they there for? Oh my gosh. Maybe like a week or two. I can't remember. He goes on his little <laughs> European relationship playing with Betty brands. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Great stuff, man. It's the, how, so uh, how cool was Mysterio's reveal? That was so well done. It really was like when, when they're sitting in the bar and you know, she's, He's trying to ask Peter, like, you know, what, what, what do you want to do, and you know, whatnot. And he just, Peter, kind of just snaps. He's like, he's like, I, I want to hang out with my friends, and but like, that's that's Peter, that's Peter Parker to a T, because he's always struggling, you know, him being Spider Man, and you know, trying to live a normal life. Because it seems that e- even with Tony Stark, like, I, I would say Tony still had somewhat of a normal life, even though he was. A superhero, but the difference between Tony and Spider-Man at the time, now that his entire secret's out, only like a few people knew who he actually was. 
So it's kind of like, you know, he doesn't want to put his loved ones in danger and yada, 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 all that stuff. But I kind of like how they outed Peter because, I mean, as much as I like the, you know, whole secret identity thing, it's just like, it, it's kind of silly now because, I mean, pretty much every other Avenger, everyone knows who they are. Like, yeah, they have costumes. Yeah, like Steve Rogers has a mask, but people know who Captain America is. And I think that it works better this way now that because peter was really the only one who i mean i i don't really know people really know know if um if t'challa is black panther or whatever like this worldwide but now with peter it's like it, it creates an, another problem for him because like we've had two we had we've had a movie of him with homecoming you know he's i mean he wants to be a superhero and he's trying to do the right thing but he's messing up and um, you know, it's just the, it's the class, the classic conflict of a superhero, yeah, having to protect his friends and family from especially, yeah, especially in, in this one, they kind of delve deeper into it and him just wanting because in the first, in Far From Home, he wants to you know do more as a superhero, but this one, after everything that's happened in Endgame, he kind of just wants to lay low and hang out with his friends, being a normal kid. But now I think we're gonna get like whatever his third film will be because normally every superhero every MCU movie Marvel character gets three movies at least unless we see a Thor four, which would be awesome. But, um, and, uh, leave it, leave it to the MCU to have like the perfect tie-in from Mysterio. Cause he uses mm. the, the barf pro- uh, projection technology. Yeah. That was in insane, dude. I was like, how did he even like first? Was like, I remember, was- I remember back when we saw that in civil war, we were like, Oh, that's pretty cool. It's just showing younger, uh, Tony Stark. And we were like, Oh, it must just be a throwaway yeah, thing. So, and- so Beck was like there technically, even though obviously Jake Gyllenhaal probably was not in that movie. Yeah. He was, he was added in I'm after, a- but yeah, <laughs> he was like, he invented barf and Tony Stark just like laughed at it. Yeah. So, like, I like that tie-in as well. That, like, oh, like, I was there. <laughs> People are going to, like, go back and watch Civil War and be like, where is that? Where is that son of a bitch? <laughs> and I like how he, like, gathered up all these disgruntled uh, ex-employees. Like, the guy that was, like, his head, like, tech guy, kind of. From, he, was in um, Iron Man, he was in Iron Man 1. Well, was he actually, was that actually the same guy? Because if yeah. that was, was it? Yeah. Oh, my god! And, and you, know, you know who that actor is? Um, no, I don't. It's the kid from A Christmas Story. <gasps> what? Oh my yes. gosh. That's insane. But yeah, I really like that tie-in, though. I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, like, what, like, why is Mysterio here? Why is he doing this? Because it could have been so lame. He was just like, oh, I'm just a uh, master of illusion. I just want to take or, over the world. Or like, yeah, if he accidentally just like came through like a wormhole hole or whatever, like a vacuum of space, and he's like, oh... There's no because like it it was weird because I don't know if there is another multiverse because that means that there will be another Spider Man and he doesn't even mention that like there is another Spider Man you know what yeah. I mean so that that was kind of weird that, that was very strange but I liked it a lot and the more I think about this movie the more I like it just MCU just does so well of tying and stitching in every movie to each other and oh, making for them sure. all connect. And you know, they they there's gonna have they're gonna have their little faults, whatever. But like that happens in big movie franchises. Like, there's gonna be some inconsistencies. But now I I think moving forward, you know, they're gonna have less of them as as least as many as they possibly can in general. But I just I I loved it, man. It was. 
I don't even know what else to say about it. I liked it a hell of a lot better than Spider-Man 2. Um, the Peter, I mean, Peter making his new suit and everything. I really do dig that new suit. There, Jay, there's one more thing that I want to uh, talk about. Oh, no, you're good, man. Go, the, go uh, like the, the nightmare sequence that Mysterio oh, put him into. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot that's, about that. That's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a movie, like straight up. Like that. Yeah, it like so as soon as he was done, he got hit by a freaking bus. Did not see or the train. Sorry, did not see that. Came out of freaking nowhere. I actually jumped in my seat for a second. I was like, Jesus! Like, what just happened in Spider Man? Like, and then in the in the middle of it, it shows like Tony Stark's grave, and he's like, you could have saved him. And then a yeah. zombie Iron Man comes out. It was so good. That was really good. The it it kind of reminded me of um, Scarecrow. Yeah, Scarecrow and the Arkham games. Yep. Like, those were always so fun to play. Now oh, seeing yeah. it in a movie, it was just so cool. For sure, man. It's uh and it's I'm, all it's all done while he's like just walking around in like a, a green screen suit, just like Yeah, I thought that was so funny. I'm like, I bet you this is actual green screen suit that he's supposed to be wearing like at all times while he's filming. Yeah. But yeah, man, John Watts, the director, he 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 did a great job. I can't remember was did was there was there a um, Stanley Cam? I can't remember if there was or not. I don't. No, I don't think, think so. I didn't think there was, because I because I read somewhere that his last cameo was supposed to be Far From Home, but then someone else said someone else had told me like, no, it's it's just Endgame. So I didn't I didn't really know what to believe. But now we know because I had to think about it. I was like, his I'm name pretty... was in it a, a few times, but yeah. I don't think I ever saw him. Yeah, Steve Dick, Steve Ditko and Stanley, which I which I really appreciate because I mean, as much as I love Stanley, um, you know, Steve Steve Ditko did um you know, help create Spider-Man in general, which I really glad, I'm glad that, you know, they gave him credit, even though he's been dead for a while, but oh my gosh, man. Um, and then, yeah, at um, the climax, uh, Peter finds out, or like, discovers how to control his, his Peter tingles a little better. Yeah. <laughs> he's able to get through the illusions and fight off those drones. And- yeah. Because normally his spider sense only happens when he's in danger. So, like, you know, Aunt May throwing a banana in his face isn't, he's not in any danger. So it's like, it's not threatening. So that's, I mean, they even, they even explained that in, um, I think it was in uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. That he actually has to be in danger when that happens. So and then, just, um, he, he doesn't, he learns from the, the past and doesn't fall for the Mysterio. Dude, he played him. He straight out played Spider-Man. I just remember seeing his arm reach out and then the gunshot. I was like, whoa. And then he turned around. And Dude, that tripped me up time. so much. It was insane. I just. Yeah, that first time, the first nightmare sequence, he really got him with with Nick Fury. There, he's like, "Who else did you tell? I need to know." And he's like, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> right, I was like, "Damn, Nick, all right, this is kind of odd." But yeah, I, whew, man, I, I definitely the J. Jonah Jameson thing was because he he was at he was at the uh, the red carpet show that for the war premiere and i was like i bet you he's in this movie because everyone saw natalie portman for at uh, the avengers 4 i mean at avengers endgame uh world premiere and they're like oh is she in the movie more than likely in some way shape or form yes they are in the movie i remember a little while ago um lights camera barstool had him on it for an interview yeah and they, a- they asked him if he ever wanted to do it again and then he, he said he would love to do it and i guess he, he, he knew at that point 
He is the embodiment of like I can't. I can't. I picture. love how they modernized him too. It's so yeah. good. He's, he's just he runs a, a fake news site and everything. It's so perfect. <laughs> it's great. And I was like, well, you know, he's supposed to work. Peter's supposed to work for him. I'm like, well, he 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 still can. I mean, Peter's still in high school. You know, during all this, during the original Spider-Man trilogy, he was, it was transition from high, from high school to college. So, of course, he's gonna have a job. But yeah, that that new suit, man. Whew. I was like, okay. I, I even like the black suit in general. I I thought it was great. I mean, it was yeah. a little incognito. You know, like it's it's no symbiote suit, but I I, I liked it. But yeah, when he made that new suit, I was like, oh, okay. It's it's more reminiscent of his original suit from. Um, from Amazing Fantasy before Marvel was Marvel. Um, during his first issue comic, looks the color scheme with a darker navy blue. Because for a second, I'm like, that's not black. Because I'm like, no, it's blue. But um, uh, is there anything else you wanted to uh talk about before we uh, give our scores? So where does this rank for you among all the Spider-Man movies? Number one for you. <sighs> Oz, yes, yes, because it's it is a tie between Spider Verse and um and and Far From Home. And honestly, I mean, I I still love Homecoming because when when I first saw it, and I didn't know what to expect because I didn't see uh, Homecoming when it first came out in theaters, and I was like, man, like I really hope they you know don't do the whole like Uncle Ben thing anymore, even though they. He had Uncle Ben's briefcase in Far From Home, which I thought was a nice little touch. But it's like, you know, it's been done so many times. Like, I fell in love with Spider-Man, like, all over again. And, yeah, I I, I think Far From Home is definitely my number one. It's it's tied with Spider-Verse, for sure. Um, MCU-wise, it's probably in my top five favorites. Top five? Wow. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, it, I think it might be in my top ten. Definitely not top five, I don't think. I got you. So what what about you, Sp- Spider Man wise? I mean, so uh, Spider Verse is definitely one for me. Like it's it's still not gonna get beat anytime soon. I don't think. Yeah. But um, this definitely Far From Home definitely passed Homecoming for me. I liked Homecoming oh, for, for sure. I think, I think this was just better. And uh, I'd have to rewatch the first trilogy because it's been a while. Well, it's, it's probably video, my friend. You can watch it yeah. whenever. It's it's probably above those though. Yeah. Just because I'm not not sure how how well those have aged. We'll see though. Um. Okay. Like. I mean. But the the first Spider-Man movie is very comic comic booky. Just in general. Like it. It really. I don't know. Like. I mean. I. I like the Sam Raimi trilogy, but it's not like my favorite. But I mean, for the longest time, it's all we had. So it's like people had no choice but to like it. And then we have these awkward two movies in the middle of these two series. That, yeah, that with Andrew Garfield in there. People are like, you know, people are arguing on Twitter that like since um, uh, Spider-Man uh, PS4 uh, Insomniac Games added the two new suits from Far From Home in the game. I'm actually downloading it right now. And that's probably what you're seeing on the screen right now because I decided to kind of, you know, like, OK, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Let's just put some Spider-Man PS4 gameplay in with, you know, doing a few missions with him in his new suit. So I figured that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're not just, people aren't just staring at a still image if you're watching it on YouTube. And um, people are getting mad that I saw actually today that um, that Andrew Garfield's suit hasn't been added yet. And this one guy was saying, oh, you know, it's only fair. The other two, you know, Sam Raimi and all the MCU suits are in there. 
And someone's like, yeah, you know, it's it's about fairness. And I commented, I was like, well, it's it's really, it's not a, like I'd said, you know, I'm like, I hear what you're saying, but it's not about what's fair. It's about what's popular. And like, to be completely honest, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Andrew Garfield, it just wasn't, they're not really memorable movies. Like One, were, one was good, not great, but then two was a disaster. Like, if anything, I, I would... I would say that I mean I mean obviously Tom Holland is the best embodiment we've we've had of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. The, the with the Amazing Spider-Man movies, in my opinion, they're they're more of like they're, they're, it's like the best like the love story between him and Gwen Stacy because Gwen Stacy was his first love over before MJ and the fact that Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield at the time were dating. So it made it a little bit more natural. Yeah. That's why the first one was, was pretty good just because that relationship. But Amazing Spider-Man 2 was terrible. Oh my gosh. It was awful. But you know, each Spider-Man, you know, yeah, they all brought something new to the table, but Tom Holland's the best. I'm sorry. Like I, and I understand that's my own opinion, but like, it it just is like he he fits he fits Peter's personality so well. He's likable. Everyone loves Spider Man because Spider Man's an underdog, and everybody loves an underdog in general. He he is arguably more popular than Batman and Superman. Like everyone knows who Spider Man is, and yeah, everyone knows who Superman and Batman is as well. But arguably, he he is the most he's the world's most popular superhero. He just is, and I mean. Yeah. You know, if you know, people want to get mad in the comics the comments, they, they can. That's fine. But I'm just, I'm just telling you the real deal as to what's what's happening and how things are. There's no disrespect to Batman. We we love freaking Batman. I'm not too big of a Superman hero, uh, superhero fan myself. But um, I mean, I I know a lot of people who are, and I understand why people like him. But for me, I'm I'm more of a Goku guy. That that, that that's just me in general. But you know, Japanese Superman, the one who has limits, and we're not going to get into that. Anyway, uh, scores. What would you rank this out of 100, Devin? I'm feeling a, a 93. Super, super solid. Ooh, I feel it. I feel it. Um, I'm going to give it a 95 because there's always room for error, uh, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I'll definitely go back to see it within a few weeks. Got a few more other movies like The Lion King and possibly Midsummer. I don't know if <laughs> Stuber. <laughs> Stuber and um that one um Asian movie. Oh my gosh, what was it? Uh we were just talking about it the other day. Um I forgot what it's called. I forgot what it's called too. But I think I think it's an indie film. Um, and a, f- a few others, honestly. Um, oh, oh my gosh! Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. There's so many other movies. We're we are halfway through the summer, not even, and all these great movies are coming out. I know some of them have been kind of hit or miss, but overall, every movie that I have seen, minus Hellboy and Aquaman, have been very, very enjoyable. Just overall. I mean, this is definitely the best movie of the summer so far. I finally got a good one. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, uh, like I said, 95 uh, for me. There's always room for error. I just, I love it, man. I was, I was blown away, and I just, I, I like I said, the more I think about it, the more I, I, I just love this. I love this movie. So that, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we reviewing next? <laughs> Stranger Things three, maybe. I know maybe. that comes out tomorrow. 
Uh, always be my maybe. I actually saw that the other day, so we can record that whenever or whenever Harlan is available. And um, whenever, whenever we get the Peter Tingles, we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, the Peter Tingles. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, whatever our next review is, will be our next review. We'll let you guys know. But just to let you guys know as well, you can listen to this uh, YouTube recording or just recording in general. Um, you can listen to it on iTunes and Spotify at Broke Boy Media. And you can follow us on Twitter at Broke underscore Boy underscore Media. And you can also find us on Podbean as well. Um, So that's just a little, another extra alleyway um, that you can either listen to or watch the YouTube version of this uh, review. And if I think that's it. So we'll uh, see you guys in the next one. Peace. You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work. Because I am going on vacation. (laughs) 